Hey guys, this is Stu from Death Dealer. This is Ida from Trisphere. This is Tony from Sonata Arctica. This is Cobra Page from Cobra and the Lotus. Hi, you're here with Alex from Holy Grail, and you're listening to The Great Metal Debate. Hey listeners, this is Gom Dog and the podcast returns with another amazing artist interview. Today we're honored to have with us Joshua Murphy, guitarist for the Ohio Thrashers War Curse. Murphy, we so appreciate you taking the time to join us on the Great Metal Debate. Hey man, I'm uh, glad to be here. I really appreciate it, man. Let's get right to it. You guys have been on the road a lot this summer, most of July and even into August. Tell me about those dates and what you guys experienced. Well, uh, yeah, we uh, we definitely we headed out on the road with uh, with Solstice, uh, you know, Florida death metal thrash death thrash legends, um, which is honestly this was the first tour, uh, first major undertaking for us as a band uh, with Warcurs to go out on the road. Uh, being that we're still a relatively new band uh, as far as all things go, we've only been actively playing shows for about two years now, so this was the first time we had really jumped out and uh, headed on the road. So to be able to go out with a band uh, that is as renowned as Solstice was really a, a great thing for us. And had you played with them before? Was this a fresh meeting and then thrown to it on the road together? Yeah, we had never met these guys before, man. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we we were all aware of Solstice, and, uh, and you know, we've uh, all been fans in various respects throughout the years. Um, but we had never actually had the opportunity to play with them, uh, or, or to really, uh, even see them locally. They had come through once, but none of us had even had the chance to attend. So I got to tell you, man, uh, Solstice is the real deal, man. They are one of the best metal bands I've seen on the road or elsewhere every night, just consistent night after night performance is just so solid. It's uh, it was great to watch. And you guys, being out on the road for the first time, really, uh, first mini-tour of the U.S., what was the reception? Did you feel like you had to win over the audience each evening, or did you find that there were some folks who had already heard of War Curse? Uh, we had a few people come up to us who, you know, were uh, seemed like they were there overall to, to see us. But for the most part, I think uh, we were being introduced to a lot of these people for the first time through our shows with Solstice. And uh, honestly, man, we couldn't have had a better reception every night. Uh, the crowd reaction was, you know, way better than we could have ever imagined. Uh, you know, everyone seemed really enthusiastic about what we were doing. Uh, you know, we sold a ton of merchandise each night, which was great help to keep us going on the road. And I mean, honestly, man, I, for, for as far as crowds go, we were really kind of spoiled because all the crowds were real metal heads who were there, you know, to with open minds and ready to see some metal. And I think, they really enjoyed what they saw. And of course, the primary merchandise folks were buying or listening to was your initial album, Final Days. This material was originally released last year. Can you kind of give me a timeline of how that came together and the more recent re-release? So basically what happened was um, we self-released Final Days on cassette. Uh, we had been wanting to get some music out to the world and we uh we took some time and we recorded our six song ep final days um and as funny as it was people kept asking us about cassettes and you know we were like well hey man if this is what people want 
cassette production is very inexpensive and it was a you know easy way to get an actual uh physical copy on the table as well as having digital download so we self-released the uh the cassette uh i guess it was around september or no 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 uh late october i think it was last year if i'm if i have my timelines correct don't quote me on that i know it was uh towards the end of the year uh our other guitar player justin and myself we uh we have a friend who runs a, a label that does just cassette production, and he was kind enough to do the actual cassettes for us, and then we packaged them ourselves and put them on the table. Um, and then a few, you know, weeks went by after that, and we started uh, through. We work with a great PR company called Dewar PR, um, and they got us into contact with Static Tension Records, based out of Portland. Uh, a lot of great bands on the label, um, including our friends here from Cincinnati, Lucia Substantia. They just recently signed to Fat Attention as well. But um, Fat Attention reached out to us, and they had interest in doing an official release of the of the EP on both cassette and CD. And we were, you know, absolutely stoked to do so. So um, the cassette re-release came first, which. Uh, has been great. They actually had the cassette remastered from our original version, and it sounds phenomenal. Uh, they sent it to a production house and gave it a great old-school mastering, and it just sounds really great. And then here recently, uh, we got the CD copies just before tour. Um, we did an official CD release show, and that was that. And that new CD has some new cool artwork, I've noticed. Yes. Uh, yes, it does. Um, I don't have the name of the artist here offhand, um, but we uh we found a digital artist online um our our primary guitar player besides myself justin he uh he's actually a graphic designer and so he's always on the hunt for cool art and things like that to to work and uh use for workers uh, different mediums and he came across an artist who had painted that uh the, what ended up being the cover for the final days ep and as soon as we saw it i mean it just instantly it fit you know the whole medium if you listen to the lyrics of the the title track final days the whole thing's about you know an alien takeover destroying the world and you know the the end the end of days so to speak via alien invasion and you know when you see this awesome painting of this fighter jet and you know the aliens in the background firing laser beams we were just like yeah this is perfect so we reached out to them and we uh purchased the rights to use it and you know, it really worked out great. I think it looks totally awesome on the CD, and every time I look at it, I get really excited. It looks awesome. I have to admit, it really gives the person who hasn't yet listened to the music a real feel for what they're going to experience when they hear that music. You know, that's something we actually discuss quite a bit as a band. Is uh, you know, we're all uh, guys who grew up going to record stores, um, and we are, we all still go to record stores. A lot of us, you know, are at the record store every week buying vinyl or CDs. Or our bass player Eric has a monstrous cassette collection. And I mean, it's just, uh, there was a time and a place when we are, we were all growing up where you would go into a record store and sometimes you would buy an album just based on what the cover looked like. You know, you might've never heard the band before, but you could tell just by the way the logo and by the way the cover was that this is something that you were going to probably be into. So really that's what we were going for. Um, we redesigned our logo and we really focused on the cover art, and we wanted to make sure it was something that someone out there who loves metal could look at this and say, 
yeah, man, that looks like something that I would probably be into and take a chance on. Let's talk about that style a little bit. You guys are basically in the traditional thrash vein of metal. I kind of wonder, given that it's decades after the thrash explosion, it, you know, what kind of challenge is it for you guys to keep that sound fresh with new ideas, but still holding kind of to that traditional metal feel? You know, the thing is, man, I mean, we definitely, I, I agree with you that we fall into a very traditional thrash vein. I mean, and that's something we actually set out to do from the beginning. We talked about, you know, the fact that this was going to be a band that reflected all of the stuff that we love as musicians. Because um, Justin and myself and James and all the guys in the band actually have all been in a lot of various different bands throughout the years. Our bass player, Eric, actually sings in a death metal band called Vermit currently. Uh, they're a phenomenal band. And then our singer, Tarek, had primarily done death metal vocals uh, with other bands throughout the years. He had actually never sung this style of music before or this vocal style until he got into Workers. Um, and so the goal was was to just create music that was something that we would love as fans as much as we did you know, as musicians, because we all grew up loving, you know, Megadeth and Metallica and Testament and Exodus and Overkill and, you know, all, all, the, all the great bands that, that brought this genre to its golden era. And we wanted to kind of do our take on that. And that's really, I feel like we've really held true to that. And honestly, the response from people has been nothing but positive. Everyone, you know, has different things they hear in our music. We we get, you know, Slayer, we get Testament, we get Exodus, you know, depending on who's listening to us. And it takes people to a place that they're comfortable with, but also gives them something fresh from that sound, whereas not a lot of bands are holding on to that classic vibe, I think. And you guys make pretty explicit the tradition that you're pulling from with one track on the album, New Chemical Warfare, obviously an homage to Slayer there. You know what's funny? It's not. Um, <laughs> uh, our guitar player Justin wrote the lyrics to that song. Um, the song is based around kind of the uh, the way that people are forced into, especially little kids these days. You know, they give kids a million different chemicals to be pumped into them from the time they're born, and you know, and they they pass laws into effect that you have to do this and you have to do that. And it was just kind of a, a take on on that sort of situation and new chemical warfare was kind of a working title and it didn't even occur to any of us that chemical warfare <laughs> would have been associated with it um and honestly it, it, we've we've heard that a lot all like clearly this is a slayer reference it's really 100 percent not it's just a coincidence as funny as that is that's pretty amazing because when I saw that, I thought the sound is similar. So that's interesting that that's uh, maybe just uh, great minds think alike there. Going yeah, it's that, just a uh, totally funny coincidence, man. We we, it, we we crack up about it all the time. It's like, man, if we had known and thought more ahead about that, we probably would have chosen a different title for this song. <laughs> when Tarek, our singer, joined the band, uh, or he first came down for his audition, he had written lyrics to a song we sent him based around the name that he thought we were going to call ourselves. And that's how Dawn Patrol ended up on the album. Um, so that is an actual reference to our love for Megadeth. Although I don't necessarily think it sounds anything like it, but yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a, a blatant reference uh, to our love for Megadeth and what we were going to originally call this band Dawn Patrol. Well, man, we talked off, uh, off air about the fact that I've gotten a chance to see you all live 
once back in October, and I was I was just so impressed. Uh, you guys have just a great stage presence, and I kind of wonder, you know, how often do you all practice? And and do you uh, did you know from the beginning when you first formed this group that you guys had kind of a chemistry live? Um, you know, we practice a couple times a week. Uh, it's pretty standard stuff. You know, we 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 alternate days. You know, usually one weekend day, one day a week. Sometimes if we have something coming up, like say we're going to the studio or uh, before we had our CD release show and we're heading out on the road, we we sneak a couple extras in here or there just to try to tighten things up extra. But overall, I mean, we, you know, we from the very beginning, uh, Justin and I have played together in bands for the last, you know, 10 years probably. So he and I have always had good, you know, musical chemistry and been able to work together in just about any genre we've played and, and work play off each other very well. Uh, the real, you know, catalyst for this band becoming a legitimate band was finding our drummer, James. Uh, he had put out a Craigslist ad. Now James, uh, used to play drums for the, uh, DC band division. And, uh, he had moved back to uh, the Ohio area where he was from and he had put out a Craigslist ad and we answered it and kind of, Justin and him talked back and forth for months. I mean, uh, waiting for him to get moved back to the Ohio area and get settled down uh, to where he uh, had time to come and jam with us. And I think from kind of day one, we were like, oh, man, this guy is, I mean, you've heard the album, you've seen us live. He's a monstrous drummer, man. I mean, I feel feel fortunate to play with him all the time. Absolutely, indeed. After your set, uh, he uh, he came out in the audience. I got a chance to talk with him. He was kind of critiquing the setup of Crimson Shadows, the next band that was playing that evening, and kind of pointing out as a musician some technical things to me that is just a pure fan I wouldn't have even picked up on as far as their gear setup. Yeah, you know, it's funny the difference between being a pure fan and being a musician of, you know, comes across. I'll tell you what, I thought Crimson Shadows was a phenomenal band that night. Uh, that that was a great show, Unleash the Archers and Crimson Shadows. That tour was just, uh, those bands were really on top of their live show. And, you know, I think we all kind of knew that. And as a band, we try to be very mindful of the fact that we're up there to put on a show. Um, you, you've seen us, so you know we tend to be very animated on stage. We move around a lot. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth on the stage and a lot of trying to play to the crowd and you know, just trying to give everybody their money's worth for a show when they come to see us, not just not just musically, but also to entertain them as a performance. I can certainly attest that you guys do give fans their money's worth if they come out to see you, and I'd encourage folks to do that. Speaking about that, you had the mini tour of the U.S. earlier in the summer. Do you have any plans for shows coming up later in 2016? Uh, yeah, we definitely do. Um which uh, you can always find our show dates at WarcurseMetal.com. Uh, that's always the, the hub for anything Warcurse if anybody needs to find out. WarcurseMetal.com has, we try to keep everything updated with dates and, you know, and anything going on with the band. Uh, and, of course, Facebook, because uh, that's just a given these days. But um, we actually, uh, we have a couple of Ohio shows coming up in the Dayton area. Um, later in October, we are... Uh, going to be headlining a night uh, for the Midwest Death Toberfest Festival, um, I, which is in Akron, I believe, um, put on by a, a guy we know up in Cleveland named Craig Newhouser, who's doing a lot of really cool shows up there. Uh, and we're really excited about that. And then also, uh, we just booked a gig in New York City um, with the band Strike Master out of Mexico. Oh, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're going to be, uh, we got contacted by someone who saw us when we played our uh, gig in Brooklyn at the Black Bear Bar with Solstice. And they were really into our band and they really wanted to get us back up there. So they, um, Strike Master is a part of the, uh, the New York death metal militia or whatever it is. Uh, and, uh, so they're booking them, uh, and we're going to be going up there and playing with them. It's in Queens, New York. Um, I'm trying to think of the date offhand right now, but you can definitely find it, like I said, workersmetal.com or check our Facebook page. Uh, we're really excited to play that. Also, Paralysis from New Jersey is on that. Phenomenal band. And uh, we're really excited about playing with Strike Master. Those guys are killer. And you talked about practicing. I'm sure as part of the practice that you're working on some new material. Where are you guys at as far as potentially fans seeing a sequel to Final Days? We are in the process, my friend. Uh, we have, as of right now, uh, I'd say about halfway. We're about halfway through with the recording process to a new album um our our hopes and dreams are to have the album out by by the end of the year um the new album is definitely going to be a a step in a more fast aggressive direction at least uh judging by the songs we've recorded thus far um the goal right now is to put out uh you know eight to ten songs by the end of the year of new music that we really hope that everyone will think is a step forward for us as a band from final days. So can you give us any, maybe a little insight into what maybe new elements fans might see in that, uh, that new material? I think, you know, the main thing you're going to see uh, is going to be just kind of an expansion on what we do. I mean, we're not trying to change anything. We're, we definitely, it's going to sound like workers, but the one thing is, is that, the Final Days EP was primarily written before this band ever existed as a band. Um, Justin had written a lot of those the riffs and song structures about a year to two years, some of them even longer before that, and had been just kind of sitting on them, not sure if he was ever going to do anything with them until we decided to actually make a go of it. Uh, with the new stuff, I mean, we're writing with all five members of the band. And, you know, everyone has contributed things you know, um, our drummer, James, is actually, he might be the best guitar player in the band, as funny as that is. <laughs> um, but he's uh, hes a phenomenal guitar player. Uh, our bass player, Eric's also, you know, a great guitar player and a, pretty much a metal encyclopedia. So, you know, he's really, everyone has stepped up. And, you know, Tarek, he has a lot of uh, insight into, you know, different uh, sounds and things like that he wants to hear. So everyone's offering their opinions on these new songs. And I think that that keeps us, pushing forward and and progressing in a way that you're going to see faster, more aggressive sounds. You're also going to see more melody in the vocals. Uh, Tarek has really, really worked super hard this last year to expand his vocal range, and uh, I'm really excited for people to hear the things that he's doing because every time we're in the studio, I mean, he's just blowing my mind every time about how far his voice is progressing and how much he's expanding what he's able to do. So I definitely think that people are going to hear a War Curse release, and if they're a fan of Final Days, they're going to hear things that they that will be similar, but they're also going to hear a large step forward in songwriting, song structure, and ability in this band, and I'm really excited for it. Man, you're whetting my appetite. That sounds so good. Uh, given how uh, solid the material on Final Days is, uh, I just I can't wait. Very excited to hear the new material. Wrapping up today with you, uh, Joshua, just repeat for fans what the best way is for 
them to purchase music and merchandise from War Curse. Okay, so um, like I said earlier, you can find pretty much anything you want War Curse related on WarCurseMetal.com. Uh, you can purchase the album, you can purchase merch, you can find out where we're going to be playing, uh, and pretty much any info you want on the band is going to be available on WarCurseMetal.com. And then uh, also, of course, uh, Facebook, you can find us, War Curse. That is two words. Uh, that has been something that uh, of a contention point because there is a band out of Columbia playing under the name War Curse with a single word. Um, but, yeah, War Curse on Facebook. And then uh, there's always the old-fashioned way. Come out and see us at a show. Come to the merch table. Shake our hand. Talk to us. Hang out. I think that's the best way, man. I can speak as someone who's seen you live. Fans, you will not be disappointed. Come out, check them out live. Purchase that album, Final Days. Look for the sequel to that coming out either later this year or early next year. Thank you so much. Appreciate you taking the time and look forward to seeing you again sometime soon out on the road. Gomfog, man. Thank you so much. You guys have always been very vocal about your support for workers, and we super appreciate it, man. It's, uh, it's really, really, really great, and we honestly can't thank you enough. 